Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leaders Podcast. This is the place we come every single week to grow as leaders. And of course, I'm always thankful to have many of you who join me every single week on this podcast. We're thankful for all of you. And of course, we definitely want to make sure we connect with you. So take a moment out, please, and make sure you let us know how you heard about this podcast and how this podcast is blessing your life. But also bless us if you took this and you shared it with someone else. Help us reach over a million people with the wonderful message of leadership. I believe there's a leader emerging in all of us. And for that, it's worth sharpening. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. I want you to follow me. Follow me at Joseph Walker 3. And you can communicate to me and let me know uh, how blessed you've been. Things we can discuss on this podcast. If you want to find out more about our books and content, when we'll be in your area, go to josephwalker3.org. We would definitely love to do that and uh, share that with you. Love to come and talk to your organization, your group, and uh, be able to pour to them. So make sure you uh, go check out josephwalker3.org. Also, I invite you to go to uh, a YouTube page called Our Life, Our Journey, Our Truth. My wife and I have a video podcast that's out there on relationships, on balance, boundaries, marriage. It's about everything, educational journey. It, it's it's, it's going to just bless you. So go check it out and subscribe to it. Like, share, all those good things. Comment, our life, our journey, and our truth. Okay, so today we're going to get right into this particular subject. I'm really excited to talk about it because many people don't address this in the way we're going to address it. It's about letting go of liabilities. There are only two kinds of people in your life. Listen up. Assets and liabilities. There's no in-between. Either people are adding value or they are taking value away from you, your organization, your brand, etc. What I want to do is I want to help you strategically understand how to let go of anything that is impeding the progress of your vision, putting at risk your vision. Let's talk about it. Get a pen, paper, whatever you're using. I want you to write these principles down. The first thing I want you to do is to acknowledge the value of your vision. Why is that important? When I begin to acknowledge how valuable my vision is, then my tolerance level changes. See, you tolerate things more if you don't put a value on the thing that you're doing. When I look at the value of my vision, I look at what it costs. And I'm not talking about dollars and cents. I'm talking about my life, my sweat, my equity. I'm literally saying this vision is too valuable to allow someone to literally destroy it. So what I've got to do is I've got to set the bar so high that the demand around me 
is for asset engagement and not liabilities. The higher I set the bar, the more people recognize what's required to be connected to me, to do business with me, etc. If I lower the bar, I attract a variety of things that could put everything I've worked for at risk. So I need you to clearly do it, unapologetically declare the value of your vision. (laughs) It took blood, sweat, and tears to get there. It took years for some of you to build something up. And all it would take is a few minutes for someone to put everything you built up at risk. So here's the deal. The liability concept comes from the idea that there are certain tenants, certain traits in people that you have to be able to identify to recognize that they are liabilities to your organization, to you personally, etc. So first of all, you have to be able to identify. Take time to identify who the liabilities are. Now, I know you're saying, well, if I knew who the liabilities were, you know, I wouldn't be listening to this podcast trying to find out. Well, you do know. The fact is you are brilliant, uh, you are discerning, and you know the people who are having to be carried along, who have outlived their stay relative to the level of competence they bring to your organization. You recognize you're having to keep creating situations for them. You're carrying dead weight. At the end of the day, when a thing is a liability, identify it because you cannot address it. You cannot deal with any of these other principles and understand them until you clearly identify who are liabilities. I tell people to go through your phone. Go through your phone, look at your list of contacts, and then just put an L by everyone who you think is a liability so that when that phone rings and that L comes up, you already know this is not going to fare well for me. So listen, once you acknowledge the value of your vision and once you identify, go through your list of contacts, go through the people you do business with, go through the people you're in a relationship with and say, who are the liabilities? Now, let's test that theory. Because if they are liabilities and you declare that, then that theory has to be tested. So let's do it. First of all, we're going to test it. Here's number three, people who lack integrity. It's very clear. Anybody who lacks integrity, integrity are people who do what they say they're going to do. Integrity are people who have values, people who have a moral compass. When people lack integrity, they don't have any boundaries. They have risky behavior. They will say or do anything, and as a consequence, will put your organization and put you at risk. People who have no integrity, who lie, who cheat, who steal, will always be a liability in your life. So you have to be willing to identify that. Look at your organization and say, who lacks integrity? Who doesn't tell the truth? You know, who comes to work, you know, late, but always tells me they, they came early and stayed late? Who lies on their time cards? Who lies on their projects that they did this or did that, but no, they didn't do it? It's all about integrity. So it's important for you as the boss, as the leader, to sift through all of the madness and get to the fact that some people just have a lack of basic integrity. Integrity is something that's, (laughs) boy, I tell you what, it is is literally uh, elusive these days. Because people are looking for folks who just have integrity to do the right thing. Situation happens and you're going to do the thing that's going to, you know, make the organization or make the person look good versus trying to figure out some conniving behind the way 
way of doing things. And as a result, it always comes back to bite you. So make sure you have people around you who have integrity because a lack of integrity is absolutely a liability. Here's the next thing. They have too many insecurities. Who do you know in your life, your organization, who walks around so insecure? They live comparatively with others. They're insecure about interactions you have with other people. Why them and not me? They're constantly comparing. If I were so-and-so, maybe I would be treated better. All of those insecurities come out. Where you're going, what you're trying to accomplish, cannot aid and abet insecure people. You need people who are confident in who they are, who are content in the place where they are, and who recognize that uh, your success, your interactions, literally are yours, and they cannot be uh, misconstrued as some way to minimize who they are, but they must understand. So this is very important, and I believe uh, that it is so very, very important that all of us begin to think about, you have to think through in this season, you have to think through who in your organization has insecurities. Some people try to manage this stuff, and it's, it's fascinating. Like, how do you manage that? Like, how, do you, how, <laughs> how are you going to manage somebody's insecurity who you know literally are predisposed that way? So you've got to recognize these are liabilities. I can't, I can't save somebody who has not worked through their own issues. It's not my job and responsibility as a next level leader to do that. So I've got to be willing to say, look, until you deal with those insecurities, I can't be around you. I can't put you in a place of responsibility in my organization because your insecurities will kill it, right? Here's the next thing. People that are not invested. Now, I've seen this on more than one occasion. It's those people who are not invested in your organization. You've seen it. People who, you know, come to you and they're like, I'm all the way in. And you know they're not invested. And it's tough, right? Because when people are not invested, that means they are partially there. I I had an activity with my team one time. We were talking about all in, all in. I, I was really stressing what it meant to be completely sold out for the organization. What does it mean to be all in? I'm in in terms of my energy, in terms of my focus, in terms of my investment. And I went around the staff meeting and I was saying, if you're all in, just say all in. And boy, people were all in, all in. And I got to a particular employee and they said, in. And I thought to myself, wow, this is what we have going on. People who are telling you that they're liabilities because they don't believe in the vision. They're not committed. They're not completely invested. And so you got to be honest about that. Here you are completely invested in the vision. You are locked in and you have people who are benefiting from the vision, but who have split loyalties. They are over here and over there and everywhere, and they have no commitment. They're not tied into what you're doing. That can be a problem. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, you've got to have people who are locked in, who are invested, invested emotionally, spiritually, physically, financially. You need people who are connected and who are not just attached. I talk about this so much. There are a lot of people that are attached, like a a U-Haul is attached, but it's not a part of the car. At any given time, it has the ability to just go away because it's not a part of the car, but the bumper is connected and the bumper is part of the warranty. And so you have to recognize that everybody attached to you is not connected to you. People who are attached may not be as invested 
as they need to be in your organization. Well, think about it for a moment. People who are incompetent. Boy, oh boy. We've said this a time or two. People who are incompetent can be the biggest liability you have because you put them in a position and their incompetence begins to show when your organization is trying to move forward, you're trying to grow, you're trying to work on things in terms of how you provide a service and you have these incompetent people who are unable to produce it and you're watching this in slow motion and you know that these people don't have the ability to do what they need to do and consequently it can be so frustrating because they have become liabilities. When you find yourself having to change your program to accommodate incompetence, when you find yourself having to say, you know, I don't need that after all, when you know that there are certain things you need or certain things you want in terms of excellence, in terms of technology, in terms of whatever, but your current team lacks the ability to make it happen. So you dummy it down. That is problematic. I want you to hear me loud and clear. Incompetence cannot be tolerated. In this season, where you're going as a next level leader, you have to make certain that you do not aid in a bed when it comes to incompetence, but that you recognize any liability that looks like incompetence must be released so you can move on with your life. I want to review what we've talked about. Boy, this has been <laughs> this has been something, and I hope you've been taking notes. I know some of you have been highly reflective on this, and I, I appreciate that. But we're talking about acknowledging the value of your vision. Only you can acknowledge that. Only you know the value of what you've been working on. This is what you've been dealing with and what you've been, you know, spending energy and time and effort and blood, sweat and tears doing. That's the value. So when you start thinking about the value and you juxtapose that to the people around you, it becomes very clear who are the assets and who are the liabilities. Now I can identify them. I can put them in the category. I say, I know this is an asset and I know this person is a liability. So I place all the liabilities together and then I have to determine what am I going to do with that? What am I going to do with this group of people who I know are impeding the progress of my organization, hindering me, preventing me from accomplishing what I know I am assigned to accomplish? Well, I recognize a lack of integrity. Lack of integrity begins to exude because I recognize these people have no character sometimes, no moral compass. They do what they want to do, how they want to do it. And as a consequence, this is what hurts organizations every single day. You show me a lack of integrity and I'll show you somebody who cannot be trusted with greatness. Here's the other thing, their insecurities. Constantly working through insecurities. You're constantly having to stroke them and make them feel better because of their own insecurities. These are liabilities. It takes too much energy to manage that. As a next level leader, you got to have folk around you that, that, that have a little thick skin, the people that can keep it moving, people that are doing something bigger than themselves and they're not concerned about how it may impact them. They just want the thing to happen in a way to be a blessing to others. And so it's important that you work through insecurities that you identify those insecure people and say, this cannot be tolerated in my organization. But then there are people who are not invested, people that are not giving to it, not with time, talent, or treasure. They're not invested. They're they're just there. They're just kind of attached but not connected. Not a good look for you. Not a good time for you to just give up on that because please understand, please hear me well, Liabilities are there, but there are assets that are around you as well. And that's why you've got to be willing to to remove incompetence. Because when you have good people around you, 
You want to salvage the good people by not allowing incompetent people to supervise the good people. Have you ever seen that? What the good people who are coming to you saying this person doesn't know what they're doing and you know you put them in a position because you were just trying to accommodate them? Fact is, you've got to be willing to let every liability go. This podcast means nothing if you're not willing to single-handedly declare these liabilities have to leave my life. I'm no longer in this place. I've got to let go of these liabilities. But then I want to get to number seven. They make no impact. When people make no impact, what is the point? There is always an end in mind. There's always a goal here. Whatever I'm trying to accomplish, whatever vision I have, what will be the impact of what I did? And people in your organization, when they look over it, have no impact, that their, their absence would mean absolutely nothing to the organization, those people are liabilities. I want to be in a position where my work is so extraordinary, my time is so, you know, is so consumed with doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm operating at such a level of excellence that when I'm missed, people recognize that I'm missed. I want you to hear me. This is all about liabilities. In banking, they deal with liabilities. Every organization has to deal with liabilities, but you more specifically as a next level leader must look at your relationships, look at your interactions, and ask yourself, who and what is a liability in my life? Because the liabilities cannot go where God is trying to take you. This is your asset season, and I hope you receive this. I hope you received it completely. I want to thank you for tuning in today. I really do. And I appreciate you. And uh, I want you to make sure you follow me now, Joseph Walker 3. And I want you to share this podcast with as many people as you can. And I cannot wait to continue to import leadership strategies into your life as a next level leader. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you go to our YouTube page, Our Life, Our Journey, Our Truth. That's my wife and I's YouTube page that's blessing so many around the world. And thank you so much for staying connected, sharing this, letting other people know there's some content that will bless you and your family. I'm thankful for you. And I want to give God glory for this moment we had today. Listen, I know you're a good person with a big heart, but don't let liabilities ruin what you've worked your whole life to build up. It's okay to release liabilities and work with people who are invested and who are competent and move forward doing the best you can. Thank you. I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and you've been listening to Next Level Leader Podcast. Until next time, you be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph with you.